I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hey, and welcome to the show. Another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, I'm your host uh, this week, uh, and joined as ever uh, by my esteemed colleague, uh, nice. Shane W. Brennan, just for those who didn't know. There's a little W in there. Very proud of it. How are you, Shane? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, keeping well. And yourself, how's the West? The West is uh, the West is wet as uh, as always, but uh, you know you need you need the rain for the flowers to bloom, Shane. So you know we keep that we keep the sunny side up even if the sunny side's not out. Um, this week you've been practicing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had too much coffee today. I've had way too much coffee. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, given that we're all getting that kind of um, holiday feeling, summer's uh, in full swing, and you know, people are getting vaccinated left, right and centre. The the possibility of, of travel is, is becoming uh, ever, ever closer and ever more prevalent. So this week's episode is all about travel ads we've seen uh, throughout the years and some great examples uh, of that. So it was a very, very fun category to, to be looking at, especially given the dearth of travel related content over the last uh, year yeah. and a half. Like it's interesting when you think about it, like travel was such a huge and people was like, oh, what do you do? It's like, oh, yeah, I go to the pub and I work and oh, I travel a lot. Like in my spare time, it's like, oh, gone. <laughs> Can't like, even travel to the pub. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like travel was just as a whole economy gone. Um, yeah. So I think it's really interesting when we started looking up the content and the prospect of traveling again. Um, it gets you kind of excited. It was like just driving around in the sun. Um, here being like oh yeah the sun is amazing and I was like I can pay to go to the sun if I really want the <laughs> I sun I can buy sun because <laughs> I, 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 in my head I was thinking I was like oh I better not waste this so I better get out in the garden and I was like oh, yeah. I was like you can pay remember back when you used to pay money and go somewhere sunny <laughs> you, you literally just hit on, on like a major insight there of, of Irish people that you feel guilty when it's sunny because it's like how do we mm utilize every drop of it or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know if you're out in the back garden because there's a bit of sun but it's actually one of the first sun days of the year where it's still cold you're like no i'm wearing shorts and i'm gonna have to wear sun cream it doesn't matter barbecue's coming out it yeah. might only be 10 but yeah. it's still sunny it looks like it's 18 yeah no 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 exactly and i think uh, it's it's just it was popping into my and i was thinking about travel because obviously i knew we were doing this and i was like travel is such like, because I was lucky enough to travel for quite a long period of time in 2018, 2019. And me and Neve have talked about it over lockdown, being like, Jesus, when do you think someone will get the opportunity to quit their job and just go travel the world again? Like, how yeah. long, like, how lucky were we to that? We only came back, whatever, the year before the pandemic. When you think about it, like, um, like when will people get to just nonchalantly be like, fuck it, yeah, I'll go any country yeah, I want. Yeah. <laughs> willy-nilly to drop a hat yeah exactly so i think travel is going to be definitely lessened over the next while but i think we're, we're gonna enjoy it more you're gonna be really careful i'm like oh i want to go to the like for me it's like trying to get around the eu more because i haven't yeah really i've gone further afield most of the times and i don't know why so i'm like do you know what i really want to go to that part of italy yeah yeah you know yeah. um i think we're gonna have an awful lot of kind of more experiences like that which is good you know i think it's good to explore yeah i know? think i think the lockdowns have been good to reprioritize when you're traveling mm. what you should be thinking about where to be going it's, yeah, in, yeah, instead yeah. of it being has to be far flung it's like no it's just there's anywhere 
yeah. would be really nice <laughs> anywhere uh, yeah so, exactly so exactly. yeah you're, you're, you're dead right on that um let's let's just jump straight into it then um cool. Uh, give us a quick intro to your ad and then we'll have a quick look yeah so this one um, I I hadn't seen before I researched for, for this episode uh, but as I said there like I did spend an awful lot of time travelling with Neve, and this was something when I saw it I was like oh this would have been really cool so hours of boredom in it tips on two things hours of boredom in, in airports and local knowledge so what we'll do is uh, we'll watch it and then we'll discuss kind of what I think is what I really love about it, if that's cool. Yeah. So whenever you're ready, hit play there. you were going to Amsterdam. The very special with the Oslo is actually that it's uh, close to the fjord. When you greet someone in Holland, you kiss three times. In Norway, people here do not kiss. They shake hands. Hi, guys. I'm Lenny. Go to see a capoeira. What is that? They fight with the foot. Cheers. Cheers. I wish you a great time in Rio. You have my Instagram, so you can check it out. Bye. So as you can see, that's from KLM. So now, people watching or listening could be like, that's just bullshitty tech wrapped with advertising. Is there really a need for that? And I can see the cynicism, right? I love that ad because I really like when people do bullshitty tech wrapped around ads. <laughs> because, especially when it's stuff you haven't seen. Do you know what I mean? So I, it's, it, this came out in 2019. Um, it took them three months to kind of finesse the technology to work the way they wanted it to work. Obviously, it was very expensive because they only used three airports. So Oslo, Amsterdam and Rio de Janeiro. Um, so it wasn't like, oh yeah, we're going to put this in every, no, this obviously cost an awful lot of money. Um, I, so, so that's, I really like when just they try to do something interest when brands try to do something interesting like this. Um, why it resonates with me is because I've spent hours and hours and hours in airports doing nothing. So I would a hundred percent have gone and chatted to someone just, just to chat to someone. Uh, absolutely no problem. So like, cause the most awkward thing I think in airports is you don't know if someone else wants to chat, especially when you're not in Ireland. Because in Ireland, it's easy enough to kind of gauge, but you're like, ah, oh, this person probably fucking have a little natter with me. Um, or and it's such, a, it's such a sterile environment that there's no kind of like cultural cues because no. there are people from all different cultures just in one kind of very, you know, it could be identical to another airport anywhere around the world almost. Exactly, like, and uh, all with shitty carpet. And I think uh, <laughs> having this, uh, say if you're waiting for, five hours or flights delayed or something where you're on a transfer and you're like yeah okay i'm gonna go talk to this person and as well with that let alone the talking especially if you're traveling alone local tips are the most valuable thing when you're going to a country you've never been to and you can read all the fucking blog posts you want in the world but there's some type of money gone behind them for clicks when you actually speak to a local person and you go they go no 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 don't go here 
go here and ask for this. Local knowledge is invaluable. So yeah, I, I think that's such a simple insight that almost gets gets hidden by the cool hologram. Uh, mm. Is that that thing that the start at the video when when you're taking off, someone's coming. You're you're swapping that, on the, yeah. you know, you're, you're you're literally swapping uh, people from one country to another. Um, and it does bring bring it that 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 tips thing is they're the things you want to know you don't want to get caught in the the tourist traps you don't want to get caught in the oslo version of temple bar paying over the price for for a pint you want to go to where the locals go where the locals eat kind of thing yeah and that's the thing and like having someone once you know anyone and it's funny all it takes is like 10 minutes to know someone and they'll go oh no 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 here as your man says at the end, now granted, he's definitely trying to get lucky, but he's, uh, here's my Instagram message <laughs> me to tell me where, like where you're going to go. And I'll, I'll send you a list. I've had that experience with people and it's so good because even, even if you're going somewhere for a week to get a list of restaurants, you now have a start to plot your entire week. You're like, okay, well let's try all these places and let's work around that. You know, that sort of yeah. thing. I found that last year, actually during the lockdown, when, when people were allowed actually, uh, when during the summer when cases were down and people were going around, if you knew someone from the county that you were going towards, you're like, all right, give me, give me the, give me the inside scoop here. Where is actually really good, so yeah. I'm not wasting my time. So even at a local level, that that it holds true. Mm. So it's great to see it on a like, an international basis. Like well. where are the good beaches? Because in Ireland, all the beaches are hidden, right? All yeah, the really yeah, good yeah. Ones, apart that aren't tourist traps, like you can find beaches that would look like they're from bloody australia and it's just one farmer has land that's backed onto it yeah yeah exactly so like if someone goes no 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 that's where you want to go or like where's the good point like that's the big one i think when you go somewhere new where where's the where's the go don't go to that where's there going to be a turf fire an owl dog and a good pint exactly exactly. on a wet day so that's why i like that um uh, but i can see if anyone's cynical being like no it's just bully they, did they need to use holograms for that they didn't but i love the hologram by the way i think it looks class i yeah, think really, it looks really deadly as an installation in itself it's interesting technology so they worked with a company i think it's called F- crazy circus for three months of production company to to actually build the booth so the camera tracked with the person moving so that's why the camera moved. So if I moved, my camera eyeline moved as it would if I was sitting in front of you. But and sense. so that's that's making the hologram in real time. It's not like a yeah. pre-made hologram that just comes no, up and shows. It's all real time. That's really cool. Like yeah. that's that's dead impressive. Like that's proper yeah. like um, uh, you know modern modern kind of sci-fi type of type of stuff. I love yeah. that. I absolutely no, love I it. I'd it was, love to see I, that. I really loved it. I thought it was really cool. I just thought it was a a really simple insight executed but pushing the boundaries of the technology just yeah. to try and make it somewhat more interesting, you know? Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully they're still in operation, uh, those boots. <laughs> no, I just going to say the airline. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, amazing. Uh, that, that's, that's class. Well, uh, I'll actually move on to my one, and it's not a million miles away from, from, from this one we just watched. Mm-hmm. So my one's from British Airways, uh, a pretty famous campaign um, they did in partnership with Comic Relief back in 2017 so this is a bit of a long one but it's it, it's worth it so let's uh, let's take a first spin and then then we'll uh, we'll have a quick chat cool okay so you're here to audition for a part in the british airways safety information video can you just look into the camera and give your name please hi i'm chiratella gio4 and have you done any safety videos before no only feature films well this could be your big break okay mate so don't mess it up shall we get one in the can guys now listen to your tell. There's gonna be an auto cue. 
so you don't have to learn the lines, you just read them. <laughs> okay, focus. <clears throat> okay, action! Hello. We will now demonstrate the safety features on this aircraft, and your attention is essential, as these may differ from any aircraft that you've flown on before. Hmm, bit of a show-off. Take care your hand baggage does not block the aisles or exit. It must be put under the seat in front of you or in an overhead locker. Place items in the locker carefully as they may fall out and injure someone, especially if it's a bag full of duty-free goods, darling. Actually, sorry, that was meant for Joanna Lomley. Muppet. Sorry. In the case of an evacuation, you must move quickly to the closest usable exit, taking absolutely nothing with you. And I mean nothing, sweetie. Yeah, that's another one of her lines. me. You <clears throat> Sorry, um, action. All exits are clearly marked and are being pointed out to you now. Please take a moment to locate your nearest exit, bearing in mind this may be behind you. Wow, that was beautiful. Hmm, thanks. I'm um, not seriously, that bit about the nearest exit's really powerful. Please, carry on, Tandy. 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 Sorry. Opening the doors automatically inflates the evacuation slides. And remember, high-heeled shoes must be taken off as they may tear the slide. God, no way. Designer shoes, like me. <laughs> We're so like soulmates. We should, we should hang. No. Cool. If the cabin air supply fails, oxygen will be provided. Masks like this will appear automatically. Stay in your seat and pull the mask towards you. Place the mask over your mouth and nose like this and breathe normally, adjusting the band to secure it. Please note that the bag may not inflate. In all the washrooms, club world and first cabins, you may need to pull on the colored streamer to release the mask. And please, please, do make sure your own mask is fitted before helping anyone else. That was so wonderful. Oh. You know, you'll get the pass. Do you think so? I hope so. Next. Right, pay attention, please. Your life jacket is underneath or beside your seat. If required, please remove the jacket from its container and pull it over your head. Pass the tapes around your waist and tie them securely in a double bow at the side. And thus, a double bow. To inflate, pull the red toggle as shown. When you see a red toggle, that's definitely the toggle to tug. Now, the air in this rather wonderful jacket can be topped up by using this neat little mouthpiece. There's also a charming whistle and light combination for attracting attention, should you be one of those people who enjoys attention. And please, fairly obviously, do not inflate your lovely life jacket until you've actually left the aircraft, at which point, toggle up, inflate away, and whistle all you like. Okay, so Jim, I'll read the line, and then when I do the nod, you do the action. Okay, yeah. Okay, please now ensure that your seat is upright and in the takeoff position with armrest down. Your footstool and video screen are stored if you have them, and your table is folded away. Genius! Look, I've got goosebumps. Is that it? Just, just the tray table? That's it. And you smashed it. Oh. Well, I suppose it did have a certain je ne sais quoi. Thank you. In the unlikely event of the aircraft having to make an emergency landing, you will be told to adopt this protective brace position. 
If facing rearwards in club world, you must adopt this position. If you have any questions, please ask your cabin crew. Great, very intense. I love the sour face. Maybe we could try the next bit just a little less serious. Less serious? Just chill out, mate, really. You know, maybe if you just move your head, actually. Just... No, no, it's yeah, fine. Uh, okay. You got it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we can see the beautiful smile. Very radiant. But it's not X-Files. There's no, there's no aliens about. It. Just chill out, yeah? Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you, Gillian. Action. You'll also find the Flying Start donation envelope in your seat area. So if you've got any spare change in any currency, find it, take it out, and put it in the envelope. Please. Spot on. OK, that's a wrap. On behalf of British Airways, Comic Relief and Flying Start, thank you for your attention and your kind donations. Every penny of which will help children all over the world. Living really tough lives. If you have any questions or you can't find your safety card... ..or Flying Start envelope... ..please ask one of your gorgeous cabin crew members. Have an enjoyable flight. So a uh, bit of a stellar cast there. Um, yep. So that was created for uh, British Airways Comic Reliefs um, Partnership in 2017 by a creative agency BBH. And uh, obviously when it comes to in-flight safety videos, when you travel a good bit, there's something that they almost become wallpaper and a nuisance <laughs> to have mm. to be put through, especially if they're the ones who cut through you're watching a movie or you've started watching something in in-flight entertainment so to come out with something like that that's that was actually played in the airplanes um is is quite quite entertaining and quite uh, quite genius i think uh, have a big impact especially for, for for the charity yeah it's funny actually uh, so i saw this in in flight did you uh, yeah 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 i saw this and it, it, there's a second iteration of this from the there is so there was a there was a sequel in 2018 that's the uh, one i saw with michael Caine, okay. olivia um, coleman joanna lumney th there's loads of yeah, yeah like um so i was watching this and i was like i'm pretty sure i've seen this and then i was like mm. so this uh, is the original this is the one that kickstarted all off right. and then because it was it was so well it was so well received uh, the first time around they did a sequel I think it was Ogilvy and Mayer did uh, the sequel video the, the following it's year. It's just the exact same, like it, from a creative point of view. Uh, the but I, what I loved about it when I saw it in flight, it was like the first flight I was taking for a while, and it was the first time, and I'd never experienced. It. I took a lot of flights after that. It was the only one that completely engaged me for a safety video. Really, completely. Like it was genius. I was like, this is this is great. Why don't more? And then I was like, well, BA is such a huge international brand. Um, maybe they can get away with this but I was like yeah it was great I loved it I remember at the time being like this is this is amazing this is so much better than a video like a lot of a lot, a lot of flights will do is just stop whatever your entertainment is yeah and yeah, just make I you look that. at the staff and this, the crew don't want to have to be doing the fucking inflating crap like <laughs> you know what I mean like they don't like they they need to get stuff ready so like this 
I thought was absolutely genius. You know what I mean? I wonder if they had any interest in research around whether or not people, you know, paid more attention. But then, I definitely, you, you definitely would like straight away. Like it, but, it grabs your, grabs your attention. I couldn't not. Sure, you just said it did for you. But I wonder if you're a regular flyer on BA, does that get kind of ten, like tedious? But then, so does them making you look at your, your cabin crew. You know what I mean? You ignore Absolutely. that as well. Remember they went through uh, a phase for a while where they wouldn't let you have your headphones on. Yes, and now they kind of they bailed on that now. Yeah, they kind of, and he, because there's so many wireless ones now, you could have a bud in without them realizing because you just have your hand over the ear. But you remember that? It's, <laughs> it, it always reminds me of like school. I always remember that there's there's few moments in life as an adult where you feel like you're in secondary school, and when they're going through the safety announcement, you're like, ah, fuck, fuck off. One of my friends got their AirPods confiscated from them for the takeoff because no. it had them in, and this was only like a year before the pandemic. In 2019, who were they flying with? Uh, I think it was good old, uh, good old Ryanair. Fair enough. They do, they do put up with a lot. <laughs> they actually sold them on. They resold. Them. <laughs> they did a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> you could win them if you did got the right scratch card oh, uh, by the end of the flight. But I thought that was bloody hilarious. Confiscating, like, like as you said, school is like you treating treated like children almost. But what what I really love about this ad is. Apart from just taking a really boring subject or something that we automatically tune out of, mm-hmm. making it really engaging and obviously working really well for, for the charity partner, Comic Relief. But the way it was treated in terms of each of the characters, they were they were treated in the way they are in terms of, you know, yeah. their their personality. So the Gordon Ramsay is a perfect example where uh, not only the script was perfect for if it was Joanna Lumley reading it, but then Gordon Ramsay's reaction was exactly true to himself. I love Jim Broadbent's just, just the 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 kind of confused and then kind of really getting into it and then at the end, Rowan Atkinson being a an offcut of Mister Bean there with it with the coins. Yeah. I just thought it was it wasn't overly done, but it was it was nicely done too. No, it done really well, quintessentially British, with a very good very. British, but very good British humor. Mm. Um, no, no, no. I've seen. I I really like that. I I, I remember when I saw it. it was, yeah, I was really impressed with it. It's, I uh, think that it's might be cool. a record for the longest, uh, the longest ad we've shown on. Uh, I love that ad. It is, it is, um, and probably the purists will say it's not an ad. So you've opened yourself for that now. Um, <laughs> Come at me, bro. Are we just going to start reviewing me. short films? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly the Schneider cuts of everything on yeah. the podcast. Um, uh, no, really cool one to show though, especially if if people haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. Great. Well, uh, that's us nearly out of time. Just uh, before we wrap up, we ha- will have our this week's need to know. So, Shane, what do we need to know this week in the advertising? Yeah. World? So, we've had um, a little look. There's two things I'm just going to talk about really briefly because oh, two. You're up in the game here. You really show me up from last week, aren't you? Look, mate. You just showed a six minute movie with a list a list stars in it, right? Jeez, that was done for charity to help kids. Give me a break, yeah, all right? Yeah. All right. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. So. Uh, Google are being formally investigated by the EU for anti-competition regulation breach. No surprise there, but essentially the EU are just, this has been talked about for a while, but they're furthering, they're they're going further with their investigations. Things like the fact that um, they feel Google is is essentially stopping anyone like Google being able to compete in the market because you essentially can't do anything without the ad stack. Um, and they're citing things like you can't advertise on YouTube unless 
via via display and video avatar advertising unless you use their tools so it'll be interesting to see what happens it's, it's not necessarily something that's going to impact um anyone day to day but it's more of a space to watch to see what google kind of do and how it kind of potentially might change advertising in the eu or, or see what potentially happens but it's more one to watch down the line and the other one is another one for the future. Uh, Facebook have been testing their virtual reality, their VR Oculus Rift, Rift in-game ads, and it's not gone well. Um, is anyone surprised? Um, no, so they launched an, an, a, game, a game called Blast On, which is like a dueling kind of VR game. And they started testing ads in them, and essentially people just were like, this is absolutely fucking horseshit. We're not going to play the game if uh, you're going to put ads in the game. So Facebook have essentially rode back and said, oh, maybe Blaston's not the type of game for this. So we're going to go back to we're the We're only messing board. in. We're only messing with joke. Lol, LOL, JK. Piss people <laughs> off. Is people already paid for the game. Oh, you bought the game? It was $10. You bought the game and then they tried to shove ads in your face. So um, Facebook are going back to the drawing board a little bit um, to see what they might do with it. But that's a big step backwards mm. for a new revenue stream for Facebook. Just kind of, it's 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 an interesting misstep. You know what I mean? Um, it does seem a bit rushed by them in in the sense that they usually get people kind of well ingrained in the platforms and and the numbers up before they start lashing in the ads. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're so you're you're you that platform is in your habit cycle already that. Okay, I'll, I'll put up with a five second ad well, here or there or an ad every every couple of scrolls. Yeah, I imagine it's a chicken and egg thing with Fior because they they own Oculus Rift, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Oculus well. Rift is Vior technology, so therefore they probably are trying to generate revenue for. Do you know what I mean? Like self fulfilling systems. So if Oculus Rift gaming generates revenue through ads, then they can push out Oculus Rift more, you know, type yeah. of thing, as opposed to, because it's a type of thing that it's not going to be, I don't think VR is, I think it's here to stay, but I don't think it's going to be. As ubiquitous as everyone thinks no, it's going to be, or totally. I don't gonna think be it's going to be, everyone's going to be living in Ready Player One, put it that way. For sure. Um, you know what I mean? I think it's, it's, it's here though, for a certain type of experience, it's here, mm. um, particularly gaming um but I, I, still, I still think there's a big big number of people who haven't got it who like I, i'd be i'd be in that uh category myself until the games get to a, a stage where it's like you really have to have it to, to get, be getting the experience that's when i'll jump on board but i'm not going to get it for the random game just for the no, sake of it it's a lot of money to spend um yeah. and there was one thing i actually was going to say to you on that actually vr there's a place after opening up in sandyford that does vr gaming you run around with guns and stuff That's like, like that. the warehouse where you have yeah. guns going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to try that. We should do it. We should do, do a it. Special, special episode of the podcast while we're going around there. there. Yeah. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll mic ourselves up as we're going around. Yeah. So that's kind of... The, they're the two... Uh, they're the two um, <laughs> needs to know. They're, they're nothing... It's nothing kind of um, abrupt happening, but it's more Facebook had gone into VR, had to pull out from an advertising point of view um, to retest, and then Google under more investigation from the EU and they seem to be doubling down to, to figure out what's going on, you know? Lovely, lovely. Well, thanks very much for that, Shane. Um, then, uh, as always, if you've been listening and you want to see the ads, you can get them all on our website. It's uh, 
Why did I say the W's? No one says the W's in this day and age. It's workwithfo.ie forward slash podcast. Uh, and there you'll have the ads from this week as well as an archive of all the previous episodes uh, of the show. Uh, and uh, yeah, as ever, if there's an ad that uh, you think of that we haven't included, give us, drop us a comment, drop us a line and uh, we'll include in the weeks to come. Um, see you later, Shane. And uh, thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in. See thanks, you again everyone. next week. Bye. Bye.